Welcome to 60 Card Bricks, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ty. In this episode, we've got tons of new card announcements, some WCQ information, and a new policy change, as well as the OCG and TCG metagames. Enjoy the show. You can buy a single of that card for like 50 cents on Amazon. Don't worry. I believe in the heart of the cards. Ty, how are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Ooh. There's a lot to talk about today. Yeah, it's a, it was a good weekend. Yeah. Like Yu-Gi-Oh. As opposed to last episode where we didn't have anything really TCG to talk about, mm-hmm. we have tons of TCG to talk about. And uh, quite a bit of OCG news as well. Yeah. Um, and not only all the big events, but actual news too. So I guess there's some cool stuff here. I like it. Um, you want to start with the OCG news though? Uh, we got yeah. structured X stuff. Yeah. We got a new card announced in the, uh, rocket slash, um, topologic slash whatever it is you want to call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dragon. Dragons. Structured deck. But, uh, yeah, we have a new card named, uh, Rocket Tracer. Level 4 Dark, Dragon, Tuner, Effect Monster, 1600 Attack, 1000 Defense. And the first effect is a Hard Ones Return, and there's only one effect. Uh, it's a quick effect. You can target one face-up card, uh, one face-up card you control. For the rest of this turn, you cannot special summon monsters from the extra deck except Dark Monster. Also, destroy that card. And if you do, special summon one Rocket Monster from your deck except Rocket Tracer. Hmm. This is a good card. <laughs> this is a good card because it's a level four and it's a tuner. Yeah. And um, I mean, you you know what that's going to be turning into, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, four versus four is eight. Yep. <laughs> and again, like, I don't know how this will come up with the deck, but like, we both know that the deck thrives on be- like cards being destroyed. Mm-hmm. So that's that. And the restriction is... Definitely not as heavy as you can only special summon rocket monsters. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like was, what we're seeing right now with Orcus, and even though it's a restriction, it's really not. Yeah. <laughs> because it really doesn't restrict anything at all. Yeah. Like, you can still go into Boral Load, Boral Sword, and mo- mo- a lot of extra like monster. Exactly. And, and uh, yeah, this card, I think, will have some good synergy with rockets in and of themselves, but... More importantly, it is, like, super accessible because they have, uh, again, Quick Launch. I talk about the card a lot, but it's kind of ridiculous as a card. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, can we, this can be something which Quick Launch as yes, well? Yes, exactly. And uh, I, the, it's interesting, it's a quick effect, which could come up. I mean, I guess that's kind of interesting, but... Um, it says target one face-up card. Yeah, so basically... There's some weird combos you can do with it, uh, aren't there? I feel yes. like yes. The cost is the f- cost is the target, so you mm-hmm. can do anything to mitigate the destruction. True. Because you don't you don't care. Oh no, yeah, you do because it's, and if you do, so mm-hmm. so not really like um, like mitigating its own destruction, but like yeah. since this is a quick effect, you can chain it on top of an opponent's card and yeah. then like get values of card that is going to be destroyed anyway. Exactly. So yeah, I, I, this card is great. It's it's probably the best. And I might be forgetting something, but it's probably the best card we've had revealed from this structure deck so far. Other than maybe that Banishy guy. That's a, that's a good card. Um, yeah. Going to be super annoying. Um, but yeah, 
uh, moving on. We have uh, another structure deck thing that we a new structure deck. Yeah, a a new structure deck. It's structure deck. Our warriors strike. Mm. Um, cool. More warriors support. Like I don't know. Yeah, everyone's freaking out and like buying out like Gemini stuff or whatever. (laughs) But that's I. Maybe they try to break Gemini's, but I highly doubt it. A warrior structure deck in the cybers uh, era is kind of interesting, though. Yeah. Um, it makes me annoyed that we didn't get a Samorg structure deck. Like, come <laughs> on, we just skipped it over. Like, let's I mean, get over yourselves, I mean, Konami. I mean, we're getting, um, what? It's um, one of the main uh, arch- archetypes in the next set, so... They deserve a structure deck. <laughs> um, True. It, it would definitely be, like... I won't... Well... Maybe one of the Simor cards might be secret. I mean, you would probably enjoy it more because, like, Simor <laughs> cards wouldn't be that expensive. Yeah. And then you would you would have, like, Link Simor. So. Yeah, and all I have to do is buy freaking Pot of Extravagance and Trap Trick. Uh, well, yeah. Well, Shoot me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I, I I don't know. I'm, I like Warriors, I guess, but I feel like we've had a lot of Warriors <laughs> in the past couple of years. Like, uh, Goki format wasn't that long ago. Do we need more Warrior support? Um, but, you know, I'm sure it'll be cool. Maybe if it's Gemini's, I'll be more excited because that could be interesting, mm. but also bad. So, yeah, we would probably get this, like, uh, at the turn of the year or something like that. Something like the the start of next year, uh, considering the release date for this in Japan is uh, 28th of September. So, yeah. Yeah, probably. Definitely we'll look out for some... Uh, for the theme of destruction deck. Yeah, definitely. Isode is still not banned in both, so that is that, true. That is already a, a good support no matter <laughs> no matter how trash this structure deck is. Yeah, and Isolde is still being used in current strategies, uh, judging by some of these deck profiles. Um, but yeah, so let's move on. Uh, more duelist pack stuff. Yep, uh, more duelist pack stuff. Continuing the trend of this being the most random. Uh, set in recent years, but at least there's no more um, no more new theme <laughs> because uh, this is a new uh, Predaplan support. Yep, we have um, Predaplan Helium Four Rinches. Nice, level eight Dark Plan Effect Monster, top hundred attack, twenty four hundred defense. Both effects are hard ones per turn. Uh, first effect: If your opponent has a monster with a Predator, predator counter, you can special summon this card from your hand. So this is already comboing really well with the fusion that we talked about like two weeks or a week ago. Mm-hmm. Second effect. If this card is destroyed by your opponent, you can target one dark monster, dragon, or plan in your graveyard, except himself, uh, except itself. Special summon that monster. Dragon. Hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Why dragon? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's some like anime or <laughs> reason. I don't know. Um, but... I mean, it seems cool. Like, I feel like, is it really easy for them to get predator counters on the field in this deck? Uh, like I said, the the fusion. The fusion yeah, yeah. But, I guess. I mean, I don't know much about this deck. So. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, I feel like that should probably be what they're focusing on as opposed to this. But mm. whatever. Uh, it seems cool. Uh, it does rely on your opponent destroying it. This is for that good effect. Um, but. Seems cool enough. Uh, moving on. Evil Mind. Uh, this is a normal spell card. You can only activate this a card with this card's name once per turn. 
if you control a fiend monster, activate one of these effects based on the number of monsters in your opponent's graveyard. Draw one card for one, or for one or more, excuse me. Uh, add one hero monster or one dark fusion from your deck to your hand. That's for uh, plus four, or four or plus. Mm -hmm. And then for ten plus, it's add one polymerization spell or one fusion spell from your deck to your hand. It's not bad, for sure. I guess. I, like, there's so much... I don't know. This re this requires a lot uh, going in. I mean, at, at best, it's... At worst, it's a Absurd Goblin, sure. right? And then 4 and 10 is easily achievable in these kind of decks with a lot of extra deck spamming, so... I guess. It's, like, useless going first, essentially. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. A, a lot, I, I did see a lot, like, the general... Ash Blossom, do this, get a, get a, sure. a upstart government. Sure. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Uh, I did see a lot of uh, people being like, hey, this card's not bad, and I, I don't know. I was just like, why would I play, like, I don't know. This card <laughs> needs a lot, yeah. in my opinion. It's still a it's so, solid piece it's of fine. support. It's fine. Sure. Yeah. Uh, color me unimpressed. All right, let's move on to Puppet Parade. Puppet Parade, more cards. Um, so this is a normal trap card, and of course this is a support for gimmick puppets. Uh, and its effect is, if your opponent controls more monsters than you do, special summon gimmick puppets, monsters with different names from your deck up to the difference. Then, if your opponent life pointed at least 2,000 higher than yours, you can set one rank up magic normal spell directly from your deck. After this card resolves, you cannot special summon for the rest of this turn except gimmick puppet monsters. <laughs> I mean, potentially very broken. Yeah. Because like I, I don't care what the deck does. If, if it says like it's, it's a, if a card is uh, on the theme of evenly match, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and then also this deck, I think, pays life points as well. Like one of the gimmicks is that. Um. I, I believe so. So then, like, you probably would be able to trigger the second effect. Sure. And then, like, again, we don't know what Rank Up Magic does to this deck or the general play style of this deck. So, but this can potentially be a huge plus for you. Yeah. Which is very good. <laughs> Definitely. I, I think it's one of those cards that uh, has a super super good effect for being a trap card and it might it's almost so it's good enough that you would play this card mm -hmm. whereas trap cards have a hard enough time like or have a very hard time uh being good enough to be worth being played and i think this kind this definitely crosses that barrier um again we don't really know the playstyle of this deck necessarily but th this on paper is a very good card um yep for sure now, what you're really doing setting, I mean, if you're activating this on your opponent's turn, then you're setting a rank up magic normal spell is not yeah. going to really do anything, except get itself killed um, by the time your turn comes around, but that's cool. It's yeah, still cool. This is, um, it's a good card. Mm -hmm. For sure. All right. Uh, moving on. We have like a bunch of cards from apparently a, uh, a PV. A uh, commercial? Sure. So first we have Supreme King Castle. 
uh, field spell. You can uh, fusion summon a fusion monster that must be sp special summoned with dark fusion with the effect of a card not named dark fusion. Okay. Second effect. Once per turn, during damage calculation, if your fiend monster battles an opponent monster, you can send one evil hero from monster from your deck or, grave or extra deck to your graveyard. Your battling monster gain attack equal to the send monster's level times 200 until the end of the turn. Um, making card to go around your own restriction <laughs> is really good card design. And I have no idea why. Um, yeah, I these are the kind of cards that really make me laugh to be honest. Like it's just this is Konami straight up admitting like we messed up with this architect and we're trying to fix it. Um it's just it, it is hilarious. Like mm -hmm. it's literally like the even the way it's worded is just like funny. Like uh, cards that say you must use dark fusion. You don't have to use dark fusion. It's just like what? <laughs> It's it's it is really funny. And then the uh, the battle effect, the honest effect is really good. It's it's all right. Yeah, I mean you're dumping uh, evil hero from deck to or extra deck to grave. So, I mean I don't know too much about evil heroes, but that I mean that's got to be good. Nobody does. Yeah. So, <laughs> I you know I I think the you know the attack modifying is kind of the secondary portion of this effect in my opinion. Mm -hmm. It's getting whatever any it's evil a, hero you want to yes, the grave. Searchable with terraforming to uh, to yeah. get. To to get around a <laughs> okay, never it's mind. pretty yeah, fun. Sure. All right, um, moving on. We have a continuous trap. It is the ultimate Earthbound Immortal. Uh, you can use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. Uh, if a normal summon slash set Earthbound Immortal monster is on your field, you can target one face-up monster on the field. Destroy that monster. Yeah, it is a continuous trap. So, um, yeah. Sure. At least it's a continuous a trap, so you can uh, pop yeah. uh, on multiple turns. Yeah. Uh. The worst thing about this is that if uh, it says, like, a normal summon set, yeah. but then the game the, the game mechanic would not allow a set Earthbound Immortal, even yeah. though it is a set Earthbound Immortal. <laughs> exactly. So somehow you have to have it uh, flip it up, so... Um. Sure. Yes. Well, you know, you know what I was saying before about how traps have a hard time, and this does not cross that barrier. For me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's not good enough to warm being played. Uh, perform puppet, another uh, gimmick puppet uh, support. It's a continuous spell. Uh, you can you, uh, both effects are hard ones per turn. The first effect is that you can banish one gimmick puppet monster that has a level from your graveyard. Until the end of this turn, the level of all face-up monster you control becomes the banished monster level. Mm. Second effect, if a face-up gimmick puppet monsters or monsters, you control a destroy by battle or your opponent's effect and send to the graveyard. You can target one of your banished gimmick puppet monsters, special summon it. See, now this is way better <laughs> because first of all, it's a spell. Mm -hmm. Second of all, it's a level modifier, which is very strong in an exceed yeah. uh, focus deck. And third of all, it also, um, what is it? Uh, Making your losses mm -hmm. worse, like yeah. no, making your losses like better, and also recycling the gimmick puppet monsters that you're banishing with this effect. So like it kind of continued now uh, for one card. It kind of like create a kind of loop by itself. So yeah, 
this seems like a pretty good card. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, Preda Planning. Just a normal trap card. So let's see what this one does. Um, you can use each effect among the first and second effects of this card's name once per turn. Send one Predaplant monster from your deck to your graveyard. Place one Predator counter on each face-up monster on the field. Hey, there you go. We were talking about it before. And if you do, any of those monsters that are level 2 or higher become level 1 as long as they have a Predator counter. That's a strange mm -hmm. effect. Um, <clears throat> second effect. If you fusion summon a dark monster while this card is in your graveyard, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one card on the field, destroy it. So yeah, this is your uh, asking about how to uh, how to place Predator Encounter. Yeah, you just have to set a trap. Yeah, you just have to set a trap. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's easier ways than this. Um, the, why does it make everything level one? Like, is there some weird thing that that's supposed to be accomplishing? I don't know. Uh, uh, it can severe. It it it's it can be a tool to like stop opponents play. Sure. Yes. But you can also. <laughs> uh, this is too funny, but like somehow, Predator Plan becomes a top tier deck, and this card becomes one of the best card. Just play one um, of the exceed from the. Um, the bird's archetype that I'm forgetting. Uh, Lyralusk? Lyralusk, because you, like, let's say you have, like, five level five, level two or higher. You have five level one. Just <laughs> just special that, and then you can attack directly for five times. That would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Re remember this when Peraplan becomes top tier, and this card is actually good. <laughs> uh, I like the graveyard effect. The graveyard cool. effect is really good. It's pretty cool. For sure, because... Um, I don't know if the deck needs like spell shock card in the graveyard, but of course, foolish very goods is always a thing. Yeah, so, um, yeah. You know, it's you're always you're already like having this fusion whatever fusion summon you're making, and then you get to pop a card. That's mm -hmm. pretty good. Yeah, I like it. All right, moving on. <clears throat> moving on. Extra pack yes. 2019 rarity breakdown. Yes, I wanted to do this because like extra pack is like. It's our battles it's, of it's legends. It's basically battles of legends. Yeah. So yeah. Um so we have like instead um in addition to like secret rare, ultra rare, super rares, rares and commons, the OCG has two extra secret rares. Wait, what? <laughs> what does Which that even mean? <laughs> more secret on the on the card. <laughs> I have no idea. But um yeah, and then we can see that a, sure. one of their packs only have five cards, and then a box have 15 packs. So basically, wait, yeah, Battles of Legend is only five, but then the packs is like, what, 24, right? Like yeah, it's yeah. normal. So then, yeah. I don't know. I just sure. feel like it is. And it, ours will be all foil as well, whereas, whereas I guess yeah, they get they have commons. commons. Mm -hmm. um, and then one of the things I want to talk about is that three of the Ultra Rares are also Secret Rares, so it's like... Yeah. In a set that would have meta relevant card, mm -hmm. you don't have to like pay the price of the secret rare as they also have Ultra Rest version. So you can opt for that route, which I really want us to follow that. But I know. that would be so nice. Yeah. But you know, that's almost too nice, you know. 
They're never going to give it to us. Like, uh, if all the eight secret rares just have an ultra rare version, like, yeah. that would be really nice. Oh, yeah, that would be great. And, but, and even, okay, like, even if they did it in a more, like, in a way that's not as, like, generous, and they did it, like, where we get still get ulties, but, you know, not there. It's, you know, they, they vary it up as well. Like, even in their core sets, don't they get, like, they have secret rares, and then they those secret rares also come. Some of them also come in ulti, and some of them also come in 20th secret rare. Yep. So it's, mm-hmm. like, even that would, like, I mean, it wouldn't help that much because we would just have more hard-to-get versions of the cards, but it would give a little bit of a coolant to some of these prices. Yep. Uh, which would be nice, but, you know, we don't get nice things. So. We don't get nice things. All right, moving on. Uh, OCG news. Uh, more OCG more news. More OCG news. Yeah, this is just, like, some of their playmats, which... I mean, they look pretty cool. Yeah, Dark Mag- <laughs> Mag- Magicians of Chaos, Backup Supervisor, the Phantasmic one looks really nice, and then... Um, the LP and Pisty one looks The LP and Pisty looks amazing. Yeah. Like, it's contrast, contrast between light and dark. Um, and then the Argapane one also... Yeah, I like that It's one really too. nice. And of course, I know you would love the Ipoly Mat the most. I, somebody keeps trying to sell one on Zodiac, and I literally <laughs> have messaged him asking him how much he's like, 100 something bucks. I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, so, it is what, I would like it, but. Yeah, this um, this uh, the is Ip the. Is uh, yeah, this is the uh, uh, participation mat for uh, YOT, which yeah. my friend went there, and then the, the minute. He got the playmat. Some like they, he had somebody like two two people. It's like mm-hmm. vendors. Yeah. Approach him and then um, give him a price, and then he sold it immediately. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, he sold it for the equivalent of like seventy dollars. So yes, mm-hmm. like it's this match is actually like. I mean, it looks. Yeah, great. it looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then hmm, I like the Avery Max Max as well. With the yeah, with, with every with the mat that showcase um, every single um, what is it power up <laughs> of um, what's this what's this original name again? Um, Aurum. Aurum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many name changes. Yeah. For all of them. <laughs> so yeah, um, this and then the following one, which is the sleeve, is all up on Road of the King. So if uh, people want to see the design, definitely go and check it out. Yeah. But for the sleeves, we all have we also have like the Ghost Ogre sleeves and the uh, YOT sleeves. Mm-hmm. Both of them are also like really sought after. So yeah. Yep. All right. Um, moving on. TCG news. Rising Rampage Special Edition. Um, what were the promos for this one? I already forgot. I feel like it was kind of um lackluster. No. Uh, we talk about the. Uh, we we didn't talk about the. Special edition. This is news. Yeah. This is news. But we talk about the uh, um, sneak peek, right? Yeah, right. and that one. I think it, it. I believe it was the Mornak one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, the Mornak uh, with the. Uh, it's not good, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, for the special edition, uh, the four um, uh, the four special edition cards are, I think, right. very very interesting. The promos are this, either the Salmon Great... Well, we only know two of the four. So we have the Salmon Great Monster, which is very vague. Could it be the Link 1? 
uh, Al Al Mirage. Yeah, that's if it's that, the, that's impactful. The card is insanely good. Yes, not because of his any effect. It's just literally one one thousand one like yes. attack or less, and it's so vital to so many things. Exactly. So if it's that, then we have something to work with here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are tons of other summon great cards that we don't have, so it could also be trash. Uh, but True. it's possible that it is a relevant link monster. Um, and then, um, and then the other one is uh, Marinces card from uh, the new set, which we have not seen at all. We just it just confirms that we're getting more Marinces cards in the next set. Mm, true. So cool. Uh, yeah. Um, I think the Salmon great thing is probably the most interesting aspect of this. But we don't know the other two cards, which would be the uh, just... Those would be... Reprints, usually. Reprints. Well, no, okay, so it's either two two cards that are either reprints or, like, uh, you know, something interesting. or And then there's also two cards from the upcoming set. So we know one of the cards from the upcoming set, but we don't know the other one. And then we also don't know the second new quote-unquote card mm. or reprint. Um, so, yeah, so we know half of the promos, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting that they would lead with these. Makes you think maybe the other ones aren't so good, but you never know. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. We have some uh, NAWCQ yes. uh, products. First of all are the uh, the dice. I and know you're into this. Huh? <laughs> I know you'd be. You're I, into this. I am into this, but I'm broke at the moment. <laughs> this is This looks really nice. I haven't even completed the... Um, uh, millennial items yet, and I will probably not completing it anytime soon. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, nine type of dice, nine um, different dice. Mm-hmm. This uh, for the participation of the WCQ this year, NAWCU, and six of them are spell theme, and three of them are trap theme. So two of them is spell with the. Um, it's basically. Six side died, of course, and then the one would be the um, the spell. Yeah, My, it might be the six. Either the one with the six. Basically, have the spell and the Japanese uh, mm-hmm. symbol for spell. Yeah. The same with the trap. Mm-hmm. And then for the five other, we have all the types of the spell. We have continuous, equip. Uh, ritual. Ritual. Oh my goodness! Yeah, ritual. Uh, quick, <laughs> quick play, play and, and field spell. And then for the trap, we have counter and continuous. Yep. So, yeah. Oh, right. The, the spell in the trap is for the normal. Yes, yeah, exactly. I'm done. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The, I mean, these look awesome. They look amazing. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, so, these will... I mean, we can assume that these will be like what they'll be distributing at, you know, YCS is going forward for at least the coming season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll start with the WCQ. So, yeah. Yep. that That's awesome. And... Um, Gotta collect them all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, the Wiggles brothers will be doing that again. Again, yep. <laughs> Just spending the whole day trying to trade into them. Um, but yeah, so they, they look awesome. Yep. The mats is oh. also something uh, we are getting, or people who are going to be playing in it are getting. Uh, we'll see about uh, me. Um, but yeah, so this mat looks awesome. It's basically, it's got... Uh, it's All the, the monsters yeah, from Dark uh, Neostorm, essentially. So it's got uh, Dingirsu, uh, Avermax, Ib, and uh, what? what is the dragon one name? Uh, something. 
Armadark? Something something like that. Yeah, basically all the... The fusion. Yeah, all the um, relevant world chalice uh, lore monsters uh, coming out of Dark Neosaur. So the map looks amazing. I'm sure you would rather have it be bigger. Well, yeah. But I like Dingersu <laughs> to be bigger, so... It, it, it's yeah. fine. I mean, the mat looks amazing. The mat looks as, really good. As a whole, and um, I definitely am going to get one of these, mm-hmm. no matter what. And then, finally, we have the top cut mat for the girl that is still relevant after Over a, a year. year and possibly a half. The top cut mat is Rei with all the four modes. So, Kagari, Shizuku... Hayate and Kena. And I have to say this this mat looks amazing. Does it though? It, it looks amazing. It looks really good. I yeah, I'm way less excited about this one than I am the other one. Um that might be my annoyance with this deck. Yep, yep, yep. But um sure. <laughs> it looks fine. Um but yeah, it's like I you know, they're just, I guess they're acknowledging that, you know, this deck's still a thing and uh, good for them. Yep. Can we please kill it on the next list, for the love of God? Um, Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's not doing a lot. Oh, it's yeah, one we'll, of the, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll talk about it, but it's not doing. Sure. It's still good, sure. for sure, but yeah. Uh, we're in a four deck format right now, and yep. that's one of the four decks. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. All right, uh, moving on. To, we have some policy updates. Yeah, actually, like just a few hours before before the uh, the recording. recording of this podcast. Yeah, I haven't read too much about this. Did you get a chance to skim or skim over this? Yeah, like some, but I mean, we just go over all the section real quick. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, first section of like the philosophy. Uh, basically, usually um, back from the old policy. The tier one is usually more casual, and then they wouldn't apply like more of the strict rules versus like tier two, like regionals, YCS, something like that. Mm-hmm. But now locals, OTS stores, will have to also do everything that the tier two um, tier two um, events are going to be enforcing. So you have to shower for locals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if somebody is being I guess, like, if somebody wants to shark you, they can totally call you out for double sleepings. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but, like, usually, I, I don't think many OTS is going to be strictly enforcing this. Yeah. The I, thing is that since this is going to be a policy now, mm-hmm. and OTS have to keep their status, Yeah. some duelists can, like, basically rattle, no, or, like, being a tattletale, something like that. Like, True. They, they can... Uh, basically email uh, a Konami representative and tell the Konami representative that uh, yeah. their local OTS store is not doing this, which is actually rules. And, yeah, I mean... It's interesting because, you know, I feel like how it was before was that, you know, it wasn't clear on whether you needed to enforce, you know, be as strict for locals or whatever... But now they're saying you have to, but it's like they have no way of really enforcing it unless players report them. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, what else do we have uh, here? We have uh, rule sharking. Yeah. Uh, is uh, going like rule sharking is officially. Uh, I I think rule sharking is officially going to be defined as an 
unsporting unsporting conduct minor infraction now. Mm-hmm. And I think two minor infraction is a game loss. So yeah, uh, there are examples of rule sharking like uh, translation, like like if I'm playing a German Ash Blossom and yeah. then the other person also ha- uh, have a English Ash Blossom and they like, yeah, where, where are your translation? And then <laughs> let's say I forgot my translation that day mm-hmm. and then they can like ask the judge to basically shark me. And if the judge determined that they have the, t- the text and they're just sharking me to shark me, then they would get the, the infraction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically um, define the, the concept more clearly. Yeah. And then we have the uh, uh, b- 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 determining the in, uh, for the section two investigation procedure uh, procedure uh, determining an infraction. So like this is the Farfa rule. <laughs> Officially, nobody is going to film or record. Uh, well, this is not like Farfa as in like recording the YCS, uh, or, yeah. but like this is you cannot film or record um, an ongoing investigation. Or like, so basically, yeah, like a judge call, nobody can uh, record it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is definitely fair. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is just clarifying that um, the ruling of the head chess is final and mm-hmm. you cannot appeal to that. But no. you, you, you definitely... <laughs> like why doesn't he clarify? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and they can appeal if it's not made by the head chess. It's just clarifying this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moving on, we have the uh, applying the penalty. Uh, so two-day YCS, uh, two-day YCS infraction in the first day will carry on to the next day. Makes sense. It's not like you're going to have a clean slate if you're making if you're making day two. <laughs> that makes tons of sense. Yep. So like no slow playing. Oh, you want turn one, uh, day one, <laughs> and then day two you can slow play any more. So yeah. Um, time extension are not given now for matches incurring a game loss. Interesting. So, huh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you... That's how get, I feel about a lot of this. It's like, I don't you're know. A, if you're getting a game loss because of like slow playing, then yeah, I don't... Why, why would there be a... Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> uh, a game state. Oh, this has a lot of bow letters. <laughs> This is an extremely important section. Make sure to read it through carefully. What change? The biggest change here is the addition of the accepted game state section. This is something that you have been that has been difficult to understand. Uh-huh. Are you triggered? Uh, <laughs> yes, very much so. Uh, since it wasn't officially explained, you will find more in the tournament policy document. Uh, another change worth noting: no longer ask judge to reconstruct games when duelists have not been tracking life points. <laughs> Whoa! An, un- an entirely new section misinterpreting the game state has been added. Okay, so what does this mean? Game state are not just repairable or irreparable; they can on- also be considered accepted. Okay, so yeah, so if it's a mistake that both of you all play through, then this is going to be accepted now, even though it's um, let's say the mistake can be revertible. Mm. But then the judges will declare that it's accepted game state because one player would, huh? I don't know, like <laughs> one player would like benefit from it, so then it'll be accepted instead of trying to repair it to the last I don't like state that. of the game. 
Also, if you call over, judge to rebuild your game because neither you nor your opponent were keeping tracks of life point, they are not going to do it. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Like, how do you how do you do it? <laughs> Misrepresenting the game state. Um, everyone needs to read this section. Dang it, but we don't want to read. <laughs> you, you're a player in reading. No. Uh, <laughs> it means if you misrepresent the game state, you will likely get an unsporting conduct cheating infraction, the penalty of which is disqualification. Dang. Okay. That's harsh. That's harsh. Um, misrepresent the game state. So this is like what? Telling your opponent that the effects of a card is actually not that not the correct effect? Something like that? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mystical Space Typhoon negates? <laughs> that, that, that kind of stuff? <laughs> sure. Uh, if, if that is that, then I would literally just... If somebody tell if somebody asks me what does this card do, I just hand them the card. Mm -hmm. I would would not tell my opponent mm. what to what this card do anymore. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Uh, we're we're not going to read through because it's, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot and quite boring. Uh, yeah, and that, and that, <laughs> like that's the thing. Like I would say go and read it, but I'm not going to follow my own advice and read this. So. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, try oh. to find someone on YouTube who is able to hit the good highlights. Yeah, uh, that'll be, that'll be. Somebody who is willing to read it. Oh, uh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Has been a common plea from duelists caught doing everything from altering the result of the match. Wait, right? what? <laughs> no, this is a disqualification. So if you say, I didn't know I couldn't do that, then, then you're responsible and uh, you are still getting like the penalties. So nice. Uh, in there's a new whole new uh, type of infraction, mark cards. So yeah, if you intentionally mark cards, then you'll get a match loss. Hmm. Cool. And then I would think that you have to like change the card in order to play. If not, then you will get it disqualified. I would yep. think so. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Okay. Um. There's a lot of new examples in the uh, in the official tournaments, but then making a racer or and or a sexual slur <laughs> is uh, from unsportsman un like conduct major to unsportsman conduct severe, which is disqualification. So, yeah, uh, cool your head. Don't don't do that. All you racist people. Yep. <laughs> Need to calm down. Need to calm down. Uh, Suspension or... Yeah, that should be all. So, yeah, this is... Um, at first, I was like, are we going to uh, address the time rule? But no. <laughs> that would have been nice, but no. Yeah, yeah. this is just the uh, tournament infractions and penalties. So, Cool. All right, let's move on to the OCG. Something more fun. <laughs> not really, because like this is staying the same. Yeah. Every single deck. And like, the number of decks is not a lot. Like, there's... Like in the um, metagame report, there's only like five orcas and five solo grades. So like there's, there's not really a lot you can say about it. But we, I mean, it has follow, been following the trend that orcas and solo grade is the top two deck. Yeah. And I think it's more interesting to see how deck building changes with some new cards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like we said, cross out designator will probably change the format and it kind of is already it's just more copies of called by the grave so yes but then the thing is that it it doesn't just negate called by the grave yeah. like you can do this on the fourth blade yeah you can do this on um well no not on orchestra crescendo but like you can do this on anything 
provided that you play the card. <laughs> the card is nuts. So this is why um, on this Orcus feature list, uh, the player is playing one copy of Effect Veiler mm-hmm. and and Infinite Impermanence just for the just for the father, so he can be able to to banish to negate. So ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, we'll be we might be seeing like one hand traps, one copy of many hand traps being one of are coming back. Let's one of are coming back. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, um, you can negate a. Uh, you can well, yeah. It's a clear fight you can chain. You can negate an imperial order. Yeah. <laughs> you can negate vanity's fee- uh, vanity's emptiness. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, yeah, the card is insane. But um, yeah, Sovereign Gate is one of the deck that cannot play it because the the deck strictly like well, except for like um, negating hand traps. But then like it's not really worth the spot. So then the uh, yeah. The, the feature deck is not playing it. It's playing uh, one in the side. Yeah. For some reason. Oh, just one? <laughs> it's playing one copy in the side. Interesting. And we, we're seeing the, chan, the, the trend of uh, Paleozoic Dynamistress being in basically every <laughs> single like stun, stun slash like control deck. Yeah. And like, we're saying, like, you might be saying, like, why is Thunder Dragon the same way it like stun control? But like, at this court, Usually, it kind of is because it's not going through like explosive combos ending mm-hmm. in like a ton of the gates, it's just putting out a normal board and trying to control the game, yeah. Especially pure thunder, especially pure thunder, which is actually which is so good in the OCG. Hmm. They don't have a better version to go to, or probably because of Maxi. Like, think about it like if danger is in the OCG and you get Maxi with dangers. Dangerous will still be played in the OCG. Dangerous will still be played. <laughs> yes, that's matter. for sure. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, uh, they're getting a set soon that's supposed to import o- TCG stuff, right? Yeah. So uh, we'll see how dangerous <laughs> impacts what they're doing. But um, yeah, definitely we'll be seeing uh, the TCG also copying it. Uh, yeah, with, uh, 100%. Uh, no, with the with the Dynamistress, because I've been seeing a lot of them in um, uh, Silent Run Great decks yeah. uh, last weekend. And the card is insane because it's Banish, and it's so versatile because you can do it on a small trap card or a monster. So, mm-hmm. all around a very good card. Seems good. All right. Uh, German Nationals. German Nationals. Why are we talking about German Nationals and not every other Nationals? Well, because German Nationals had a thousand plus players. Yes. <laughs> um, so, and good no, God. No, no offense to German Nationals players, but I don't know if it's the... Uh, uh, the spotlights getting into you, but like, I honestly didn't don't understand how X one people could misplay so much. <laughs> no offense at all. I, I just gotta get get that off me. Did Did you watch the? I watched the stream. Yes. Oh, okay. I watched an X one Salamogate player doesn't know how to combo combo with Jessica Zell, which is baffling. Interesting. Uh. So yeah. Um. So we have the first uh, graphic here is the total deck breakdown of mm-hmm. the whole tournament. Saddlebone Great, so many Saddlebone Great players. Yeah, they re- they really far. like Saddlebone Great there. 212, so that's like one-fifth, 20%. I think, think like Salad that. would hold up in a lot of places, to be honest, because it's so accessible, you know? Yeah. Um, but, so. but like, I don't think it'll be the most represented at 
NA Nats because I think Orcas is just as just well, as yeah. accessible. Yeah. And more degenerate. <laughs> no, I mean Salmon Gate can turn what uh, dollar and that's sure. literally game. Sure. So. But um, yeah. Next is Orcas with 126, followed by uh, Sky Striker 102, True Draco, Pendulum really near, near each other, about 80, Dinosaur 41, and only 33 Thunder Dragons. That's 3%. About 3%. Yeah. <laughs> While Thunder Dragon a- absolutely dominated the top cut, so. Yeah. <laughs> of um, of um, Knoxville. So yeah, exactly. This is quite interesting so to I see. I think the that's contrast. our degenerate example <laughs> of uh, NA. And, right. uh, but then. Top 64. Um, well, I guess like Salomon Gate kind of transferred. Kind of nicely to the yeah. top thir- because thirty eight percent, thirty eight percent, yeah. Orcus seventeen. That's guys right there, sixteen. Yeah, and then Draco six percent, Pendulum five percent, Dinosaur five percent, uh, Thunder Dragon three percent, and then we have eleven percent of like other decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, cutting down to top eight. Did I miss something? Yeah, just uh, cutting down to the top eight. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, we have six Salamon Great players for seventy five percent. And then one Thunder Dragon and one other, which the other is actually Outer Guys. Interesting. And Outer Guys actually won. Yep. <laughs> because of a fatal misplay. Well, it's not fully because of the fatal misplay, but like basically the Salamgate player forgot to send with Gazelle. He was Yikes. like special summon Gazelle and then he picked up Spinny in his graveyard. He says special summon and then he literally face pop. I feel bad, but yeah, you can't make that you can't make that a mistake that that big in the finals. Yeah, but let's look at the uh, um, these outer guys list right here. Uh, I guess like for the first thing we're seeing is three call by the grave, which is like usually from the last relevant outer guys list, mm-hmm. we've been seeing. Extravagance is literally the only small card. Yeah. But now we're seeing Cobra the Grave mm-hmm. and Pot of Duality, which is one of his choice. So, um, but then like Cobra the Grave is such a good card because yeah. somebody said this and I cannot agree more. Cobra the Grave in this meta is the best spell card as well as the best trap card mm-hmm. as well as the best extender. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane how one card. So, can do that much. Yeah. I mean, I've said I've said it before, I'll say it again. Call by the Grave might be the most versatile card they've ever printed. Yeah, like it, it lets you go second against Orcus. It it prevents Thunder Dragon if you're going first. Like it, yeah. your card's just insane. Yeah. Uh then we are see uh we see three evenly match main, which is interesting. Um this is something that before Altergeist completely like fell off a cliff people were trying out mm-hmm. um and i think it makes tons of sense especially like okay especially like, against like control asylum and great like infested meta yeah, well, yeah the against, card's really good. against salad it basically completely forces out the the negate and then you can do whatever you want or if you can hand trap them before like you can just blow them away yes or then even against orcus this i mean Against Orcus, which people are still getting the the spell first. I don't like it. Just get the trap first. Yeah. Please, get the trap first. Even game one. Um, 
but yeah, it's you can blow out orcas easily with that yeah. as well. Um, and then the final thing that's very interesting is that with the main deck and the side deck, there's only two floodgate. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you consider spell with spell floodgate against sky strikers, which sure. they are, so there's five floodgates because he's playing um, imperial order with two copy of village mm -hmm. in the side. But then the real trap floodgate is uh, summon limit, and it, it's in the side. So like we're not seeing like uh, uninteractive duels at all with this deck. Like it's it's not like you you you, not, you flip yeah. a floodgate and you win. Like he's playing he's playing compose in twenty nineteen, mm -hmm. and he won a net. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. no manhunt is interesting. No manhunt is very interesting. That's. Seems like I mean it feels like an oversight, but then again, what do I know? I guess, but uh, that's so strange. But yeah, yeah it's crazy. Uh, this German Nats is like the polar opposite of what happened in Knoxville. Yep. So uh, let's get to that. Yep. Uh, of course, it's a um, eight hundred person event. Well, I was about to, I was going to say it's an NA event, so there's no way we're getting these fancy like statistics like the deck breakdown. Well, yeah, and we also don't get uh, streams, so <laughs> it's a sad, sad, sad times. Anyway, this top thirty-two cannot be more defined as a for for uh, for deck format. Yeah, because there's literally nothing it, else. Rogue is dead in North America, apparently. <laughs> Ten Orcas, <laughs> nine Deja Thunder Dragon, eight Salomon Greats, and five Sky Striker. That's it. That's that's it. the top 32. It's Ooh. beautiful in a way, and it's really... It, I guess people that just really like Rogues would definitely not like this, but I think this is really interesting. Yeah. Um, top 32, which... And I mean, it's definitely like foreseeable as well. Yeah. I definitely saw these four decks as the main contender. 100%. I would think that Skystriker would have more representation because how good of an Orcus matchup it has, especially mm -hmm. with a sec going second mind version. Yeah. Which I think like every single one is playing right now. Like there's... Yeah. Going for Striker is just not that good. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, and then um, uh, the way that the uh, articles throughout the two days talk about Orcus is hilarious because like it's not really Orcus as Orcus is only like a fifth of the deck but the the ending goes is Orcus. Yeah. But then like Sky Striker, Phantom Knight, Trickstar, Dangers it's really like two monster putting two monster on the war deck. <sighs> Uh, to me, that's a a perfect example of you've made your extra deck monsters way too generic. <laughs> uh, I I don't think we can fault, um, like the nightmares. We have to fault Orcus nightmare being the bridge to the whole Orcus combo. You're, so you're faulting Orcus Nightmare for this? No, Orcus Nightmare is the level seven, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it can be it can be special sure. from Mermaid. Sure. And this that is the reason why I, two monsters equal full Nightmare, a uh, full Orcus. Yeah, I th we're already starting to get discussion about banlist stuff, and like the argument of the century seems to be like, how do you deal with Orcus uh, in a fair way? Do you have an opinion the on ban that? Bardish. A hundred percent agree. A hundred percent band bar edition, that's it. I you, think, you, you should not touch anything else. I think uh, a friend, our friend Kyle made a great observation at Locals the other day because he looked around at the table and he saw literally, I think, 
it might have been every single match around us. We had a small local set day, but still, it might have been every single match <laughs> that Bardish was on the table. Yeah, That's it, insane. It just speaks to how that insane the card is. <laughs> the card is... The card is like a plus five or plus four or something like that. It's ridiculous. Insanely generic. The only downside is that it cannot be used as a link material even when negated, which is dumb. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Had that issue uh, the other day. Um, but yeah, I, look, to me, <laughs> all you need to do is look at the end of Orcus board and how many disruptions come from Bardish. Three of the four. If you go for the field spell. Yes. Four out of the whole four. Every single thing comes out of Bardish. I suppose, yeah. Well, and I the, guess you, one of them coming out of, of Bebo, yes. Yes, technically. Three yes. out of four, yes. Three, three out, out of four, four for yes. sure. That's insane. I have to agree, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, we're on the same page there. But, yeah, so, jeez, man. Uh, this is such a, it's, it's so weird because, like, it's hard. It's easy to look at this and go, wow, the meta is extremely defined. But then, you know, you look at the German ads that we just looked at and, well, maybe not so much, but it's, I, I don't know. I know. It, it was defined too. It's all so yeah. great. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. It's, I, I do like this. I think like it's, I, I like diversity in a format for sure, 100%. But at the same time, like it's nice knowing what you're going to be playing for the most part. Mm-hmm. And there is still diversity. These four decks are all very different. Yeah. So it's not like they're, you know, it's all the, it's, you know, they're all combo decks and it's just which combo deck you're going for. It's not really. And even though it's four decks, like we have a, what I think is a kind of four decks rock, paper, scissors. Because like some decks would have a clearly better matchup against the other. Yeah. So. Oh, definitely. Um and it's not like they all like just lose against each other going uh, going second or whatever. I mean, if you go second against Thunder, then you're kind of out of luck. But <laughs> other than that, like I think most of the decks can play against the other decks going second. Yeah. So that's pretty nice. But let's uh, whittle this down. Well, you want to talk about some of the name players in here? There's a lot of name players in the top 32. Um, yeah, the, this top 32 is extremely stacked. Stacked. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, obviously, Jesse Cotton. Uh, Gal- oh, let's go for the cup. Gal- sure. Galileo is like a legend. Like he has, I think mm-hmm. he has been to three worlds. So yeah, everybody should know him. Yeah, Luke Parks from Europe, also yep. really like known. Uh, Jesse Conn, Paul Chrome, first player that we don't know. Yeah, uh, I know uh, Arno Nadavan, like from online. Okay, Larry Musgrove, also known. You skipped Gabe. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, of course Gabe. <laughs> <but> yes. Yeah, <laughs> national uh, champion. Yeah. National champion. Uh, Julian Cresto, I don't know. But then, like, yeah. Uh, and Benjamin Dieter. Not really. Sebastian Sanchez, James Kim. I feel like I've heard that name before. Um, Eric uh, Villanueva. Andres Torres. Yeah. Uh, Dominic Couch. Oh, no. Timothy yeah. Cox. Jeff Jones. Faisal. <laughs> Jeff Jones. That, this is when you start to get into, it, like, Jeff Jones, Faisal Khan. Faisal Khan, Christian Jeez. Urena. Apollo Goncalves. Why Why are you not playing uh, Skystriker, man? <laughs> why are you not playing Skystriker? Uh, Avery Foster, uh, Max Reynolds. Max Reynolds, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely stacked. It's, it's insane, the mm-hmm. amount of... And the, there's even players, like, as we were getting close to the top 32 that were just didn't quite get there. And mm-hmm. Bowden was in competing as well. Was, the event was full of uh, really good players, so... 
ah, wish I could be there. But yeah. instead, uh, I went to a wedding. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fine, too. All right. Um, uh, let's whittle the top 32 down uh, to top 16. We had five Danger Thunder, five Orcist, Phantom Knight, four of them being Trickstar variant, uh, three Salad, uh, three Striker. Yeah. So even more even. Super <laughs> even. Uh, but then now we're seeing yeah. top, eight, top eight. It starts to become apparent who's going to win this thing. Uh, we have four Thunder, yeah. two Orcist, uh, one Striker, and one Salad. Mm-hmm. Which I think once we get into the top eight, it really starts to kind of show off like what some of the like what the actual best decks are you know um and then top four we have uh danger thunder versus orcus and danger mm-hmm. thunder versus salad yep and then final we have danger thunder versus orcus yep. and uh danger thunder got the game with jesse got, cotton got their first ycs the meme is dead the meme is the dead meme is dead praise um let's talk about some of the lists yeah yeah, definitely. So, um, not a lot of lists has been going out at all. Well, I it's, they have it's basically been officially uh, conf- announced on Zodiac is uh, that uh, the all the quote unquote pro or good players or known players I don't know however you want to politely put it they have all agreed not to share their list except for Faisal. Um, I don't know I why because... they're agreeing together. Like, that seems like a strange move to me. But it makes sense individually why, like, they would not want to. Because if they like their list, then they're going to play it at the WCQ. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Uh, why they're, like, collaborating together is a little strange to me. But whatever. I think because Faisal didn't really collaborate with them. Yeah. Well, because some of his side choices not really... Yeah. Like, his... First of all, first of all, uh, Danger Thunder... If you look, if you um, look through the feature match, which I did because the the drive was incredibly boring, mm-hmm. so I what I looked through all the feature match, and basically Thunder Dragon are playing a Crusadia engine. Yes. So, three. Uh, also, this is wait. Was this on um, Gabe's? I don't think this was on Gabe's, but basically uh, channel. Mm-hmm. But basically, I think like they're playing a small. Oh no no no! I remember. Uh, not not Gabe not Gabe's profile, but um, Christian Urena. Yeah. Profile. He played a nine nine card Crusadia engine, mm-hmm. and the reason for that is just to get to the card dragon. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> Which is absolutely absurd to me, because the whole deck is literally so. Th- there's three parts of the deck. Mm-hmm. Get to the card dragon part. The, a thunder part to make Colossus. Yeah. And get some advantage with Dark. Mm-hmm. And Roar for a searchable Chaos Monster. Uh, no, not Roar. Uh, uh, Raw to Special. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Dark to get to a searchable Chaos Monster. Yep. And then the final part is the Dangers and Sega Slide and uh, Phantasma yeah. to draw into those things. Yeah. <laughs> so half of the deck, this is uh, Faisal's list. So then like, Basically, like, half of the deck is how to get to the Guard Dragon. Right. And the thing with this deck is that it can play through so much. <laughs> like, it can play through things going first, uh, hand traps, all that, and then going second, 
I mean, have you read Chaos Dragon Levinier? The yep. card is insane. <laughs> like, and then again, like what? I mean, what? What do they? What do you stop? Like, if you have the counter trap, like it just like if you set up a basic salad board, right? Mm -hmm. Like, wh what does that matter? Like, they're going to have so many ways to keep extending and keep playing. It's it's insane. It's, it really is. I mean, um, if you know the matchup, then Rage is infinitely better than Roar. So that's the thing. But True. then still, like. I definitely agree that this deck can play through so much because of the, like, every every card in this deck, gen, like, generates some kind of advantage. Yeah. Um, and especially the thing with hand traps is that no main deck hand traps are even that good against them. No main worthy True. hand trap. Except for Valor and Impermanence. Those are okay ish yeah. but they won't they they would like slow down the turn but not really completely stop it if, yeah most likely not and usually if they can get to a Suryuja, you and that Suryuja resolve it doesn't really matter if you hand trap them or not yeah <laughs> so um and yeah with um the god dragon is just i don't know it's it's it brings too much advantage I think LP is not long for this world. And then, like, somebody discovered Brotor, and it suddenly, it suddenly is literally the best card in the deck. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> mandatory for this deck because a, a search a um, a uh, a card that can search um, Levenir that still allows you to play Second Slide is pretty insane. Yeah, well, but, and then the thing is, like, okay, sure, Brotor searches it, and that's really good. Uh, but every every Thunder profile I watched talked about how you're resolving uh, Eclipse Wyvern twice in a turn now. So how? Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. How many times are you freaking searching <laughs> Levianir? Like, like it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and the prize card, obviously, if you can afford it. But yeah, yeah, because the prize card can uh, immediately grab you the Levianir without the needing to banish yeah. Eclipse Wyvern, and um, still though. Uh, the deck is not invincible because post side there are yeah definitely there are I would say nine hand traps nine pure hand traps that's really good against them mm -hmm. uh, Lancia uh, Gamma and uh, Dro mm -hmm. those are the really good hand traps against them and then we have Sphere Mode for the control decks and Electric Virus for the yeah. uh, combo decks that just wants a quick way to get through the, the interruptions. Um, yes, I have ordered my Electric Virus playset. Um, <laughs> but um, the thing is that if people, are, if people are citing more Electric Virus, then Thunder Flayer can just play Crystal Wing. Exactly. And Faisal was playing Crystal And Faisal was playing Crystal Wing. And Crystal Wing is very much very good. Yeah. Because like... Um, yeah, like, sure, you would lose harder to evenly match. Mm -hmm. Actually, you would just straight out lose to, to evenly match. Yeah, you, you just lose to it. But because, then, because those... yeah, but then, like, if you, if your opponent doesn't know that you're playing Crystal Wing, then why would they side evenly match in? Because, like, it just baits and negate, and you also waste your battle phase. So you can't. Like, if you do that, then you can't out the uh, well, but the heretic links. At siding, at that point, you probably know they're playing evenly, right? Or you, that, that they're playing Crystal Wing, right? True. Yeah, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's That's going to be an 
never-ending debate with this deck is like Crystal Wing or Hot Red, but um, I'm a Hot Red guy myself, but whatever. And then the thing is that, um, like, sure, this deck has quite a hard matchup against uh, mine Mm -hmm. deck, but then, like, let's say you do manage to stick a mine game one, game two and three, they would just, like, their side deck is pretty free. Because like they just yeah. they're just siding for Orcus. Yeah. Honestly, just for Orcus. And uh the rest can be spell and trap destruction. Yeah. So they can totally destroy you game two and three with <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. G- Gabe said he just auto scooped g- game one if he was going mine, going against mine. Uh which is fair. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, we're also uh, seeing um the inclusion of uh Xenophon. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah. I saw that. So, shout out to uh, David uh, when he was playing um, Dark Lord. He summoned this on me when I was playing 60 card bricks. And I was like, what is this card? Like, yes, I scoop. I mean, as soon as you read it. <laughs> Can I summon from the graveyard? That's my deck. That's my deck, bro. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he did that to me. And yeah. I was like, that card's really insane. Yeah. And now it's coming back because if you do that against a, against and a Salamo great yeah. player, they literally just scoop. Um, yeah. It could have some application again or against Orcus too, true, but true. I don't think it's the best one to make against Orcus. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, speaking of Orcus. Speaking of Orcus, uh, we have a list that uh, focus like the top the two top sixteen list is quite. Uh, Similar, mm-hmm. and basically they're for uh, they're foregoing all the good like that insane going first option in uh, Aqua Dolphin um, because like like if you resolve that and they don't have a uh, an impermanence then yeah you just win the game but if they do have an impermanence then like the card is not as impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, because it can just wait and permanence your mermaid and nothing happened then. But yeah, um, very interesting decision to main deck one mine. <laughs> and the logic is very sound because it's literally just, you have three copy of a going second card that's insanely strong. Mm-hmm. If your opponents open... Um, uh, with uh, Babel in, in Mirror Match if your opponent's open with Babel then you can just stick a mine and you can play and you just have to worry about playing through um, the Fog Blades now and you don't have to care about the Dingersu or the um, Bardish anymore and then uh, Instant Fusion uh, with Winda so a lot of uh, at the start of the format uh, I saw some deck lists playing this but then um, like the trend wasn't really there until people like these guys are realizing how good it is against artifact Lancia. Because if you get Lancia, you can just slap down a window with a Dingersu, protect it, and you basically Lancia them back. I would say even stronger than Lancia them back <laughs> because, like. Literally, like, the only out they would have is, like, a Prankatops. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. But, um, yeah, 
Trickstar has been defined as the first, the best um, yeah. uh, engine, starting engine, uh, because of Light State is just an incredible card. Yeah. And it allows for a one card combo, which means that you would, like, it's really hard to hand trap then because if you one card combo and you discarding a uh, a hop horror, then you can still combo if you have another extender in your head, yeah. full combo. So, uh, the thing is, that I don't, I don't see why engage has not been played because engage is also really good in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I really, <laughs> when you look at this deck, it's like, like I think the field spell thing like makes tons of sense. More for the fact that you're just playing as many copies of Light Stage as possible because Light Stage is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of it, you get the versatility of you know the mine and then searching you, Babel, searching Babel, which with exactly. Yep. Um, so yeah, I I think the I I really I, I do like this version of the deck really mm-hmm. a lot. And um, then uh, in the side deck, like we said, they they sided very heavily for Thunder. So three Lancia, four Mirror Match as well, three Draw, and then three Electric Virus. virus. So six cards that's just good against Orcus. Yeah. Or God Dragon decks in general yeah. <laughs> with Electric Virus. Um, but then the inclusion of the Shadow engine, which... Um, that's interesting. How, like, it's an added bonus because you're playing Winda, but like... Mm-hmm. If you think about it and their reasoning, the Shadow Fusion is actually an insane card. Yeah. <laughs> because you will get it back if you link Winda away, but then it's a Foolish Burial and an MST. hmm And if you link it away, it's a zero-card investment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you put an extra monster on board. <laughs> yeah. So that's very good. Also, Black Garden. I saw this since the ARG list, mm-hmm. and I got my secret copies. The copy is now ten dollars. Nice. I bought it for like three dollars or nice. something like that. But yeah, it's very good against any kind of mind deck. Sky Striker is insane. It turns up all their back row. So yeah, a lot of uh also um the other list, which is Avery's list, instead of playing uh Trubo Destrudo and 40 cards, he played dangers. Mm-hmm. And not the full-fledged nine dangers. It's just the th- the small dangerous engine that uh basically focus on not minusing when discarding with um, three Nessie, a Jackalope, and a Snake, which is an idea that I had, but I yeah. never really gotten around to playing just five because, like, Dangerous, of course, they're, like, insane extenders, so why yeah. wouldn't you want to play all nine? But, um, yeah, they focus more on hoping to see the side and going second cards to not really hoping to top with winning dice roll every single game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay, one thing I want to kind of go back to real quick here is mm-hmm. uh, the Black Garden thing. Yeah. Um, I think another application to it is that it stops you from getting no material. Um, it also yeah, yeah. stops you from getting impermanenced. Um, so that's that, that's just an interesting application that I do, uh, I think, I think that's a reason I even thought about playing it back when I was playing uh, huh. Guard Dragon. Because oh, okay. Would you side in this first and search for it if you have enough extender? Probably. That's actually a very good point. Yeah, no material. Gamma as well, because yeah, Gamma is exactly. an insane card. Um, huh. So, yeah, and 
I think that's something we probably won't get a chance to fully dive into because we don't have those top lists. Um, but no material is definitely uh, relevant at yeah. this event. Well, so no material, like all these secret <laughs> side decks, definitely no material in Gammas. Yes. Because uh, from the like uh, feature match articles. You can kind of tell, yeah. You can kind of tell. Um, but yeah, no material is just an insane card and any advantage you can get uh, in trying to deal with that card is uh, definitely a good one especially uh, in the um so uh, yeah in the orchestra matchup of course but then yeah. in the thunder dragon matchup i don't know if people were citing it but then like if you um no material on beat cop they're kind of dead they kind of suck beat cop or land for linkers you know one, yeah. which one they're whichever one they're used. playing yeah um but yeah so that that's definitely um an interesting element uh, to it is how relevant No Material was, and that card does counter No Material. So it, like I said, I heavily considered playing it. Interesting, going first and yeah. then just searching the terraform. Heavily That's very interesting. Heavily considered playing it when I was playing Crusadia. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's anything else with this list you want to talk about, but there's one other list that I do want to mention. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and that is the 55 card <laughs> Dark Warrior Orcus deck. Did you I, I see really, that? Yeah, I, I saw that, but I really don't know how he thought. <laughs> I really don't. It's insane. Uh, and the, the thing is, uh, this it deck... It sounds super bricky, to be honest. It ends on the same board that I end on in my <laughs> in my Orcus deck. <laughs> um, so that's why I'm fascinated by it. Essentially, uh, the goal of this deck is to, end on, it, yeah. is to end on Hot Red... Um, With Orcus. It's to, yeah, it ends on Hot Red, Heretic Seal, and then full Orcus combo. No, no, no. You, you don't end on Heretic... Uh, you can. You, if you open... Yeah, if you open an extender, yeah. Yeah, okay. if, if you have another extender, which is the same concept of mine, and I always open another extender. <laughs> I can't remember the last because time I you do, had, No, because you yeah. Saryuja on your combo. That's he, true. He can't Saryuja on his combo. That's true. Yeah. But again, he's playing so many warrior extenders. I think he played 15, some, maybe more uh, than 12. 12 uh, starters uh, with um, all, the, all the marauding butterflies, um, uh, junk forward and yeah. uh, Power Ranger Red. Yeah, and then on top of that, he's playing the obviously the best warrior starter, which is uh, Connector, mm -hmm. and then he's also Shade playing. Brigadine. Yeah, three he's got copies. three copies three of Shade, Shade because Shade is insane in that deck. So mm -hmm. yeah, I I thought this deck was worth mentioning because uh, the boards that it makes is kind of silly. Just saying. Uh, it's bricky as all get out because you're playing number one, you're playing 55 cards, and number two, uh, you're playing is sold, so that inherently makes your deck more bricky because you have to play four or you have to play. Six. I think he, he was playing he played six. six. Yeah, six equips. Um, no, I mean the equips can come up as extenders. Yeah, definitely, I think he only but played. He said he only had to use one, and that was uh, autonomous. Yeah, action autonomous unit. action unit. Mm -hmm. um, so. It's just uh, worth noting. And then, of course, there are like 10 Salomon Great lists out there, but just go look at yeah, them. I don't think there's any. I watched game. maybe one and a half. There's, <laughs> I, I skipped them all. There's, <laughs> I don't think there's anything to look, to look honestly. It's, it's just boring. all the same. Yeah, it's dollar turbo against combo, and it's rage turbo as well yeah. at the moment. It's um, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so definitely uh, worth noting. Um yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up for YCS Knoxville. Uh, Maybe next week we can talk about uh, how we're going to uh, prepare for uh, upcoming Nats. Uh, Very interesting. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
we'll be at Nats, both of us. Yes, so. yes we will be there. Uh, can't guarantee that we'll both be playing, but <laughs> we'll be oh, there. Oh, you, you'll get it, you'll yeah, get it. we'll see. Um, but yeah. If not, you get my, you, you can get my mat. Okay. <laughs> you get my mat. All right. Um, but yeah. We I, can trade mats, and we have, nah, if, you, if you're getting it, yeah. Wait, what? Never mind. <laughs> I was like, we can trade mats for dice, but then you're, if you're getting in, why would you need two copies of the mats? <laughs> All right. Fair. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. Uh, we'll be back um, again next week, probably, mm-hmm. talking about, um, I don't know. We'll see what else. We'll what see what pops up. Out. But I uh, mean, definitely talking about the upcoming WCQ. And, stuff and like then that. Uh, this weekend is going to be UK Nets. Yes, so Which that'll be pretty should relevant. Be very, and the UK Nats will be heavily, I think, will be heavily uh, influenced from the results of... Um, Knoxville. Of Knoxville. Yeah. And it's definitely not going to be Salamogate or around. Yeah. So... Do, ver- you, think, do you think name players still gonna, are going to go, or they? you think they're kind of... To UK Nets? Yeah. From NA? I don't, I don't no. think they will make the trip to, from NA. Yeah. I don't think NA player will, but I think every single Euro, every good Euro, Euro player yeah, will be that's there. that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. See ya.